Good morning, everybody, and welcome again to 2021, the first of the year. Woo! As we all know, last year was a little bit challenging and looking like this year would be just as challenging, but that really doesn't matter to God's people because we know God is in control and we know God owns the cattle on a thousand hills and we know victory is in Jesus. Victory in Jesus, my Savior forever. Hallelujah. He's our Savior forever. And as we think back to times during the Bible or a specific time comes to my mind is when the children of Israel, God's chosen people, let me put it to you this way, God's people were in a situation where they didn't know how they were going to get out of it. Yes, we're going to refer to the book of, uh, uh, I guess that's uh, Exodus, where the children of Israel were faced with a dilemma. Yes, the Red Sea. Pharaoh's army was quickly approaching them. Moses was leading them. Pharaoh, and in front of the children of Israel was the Red Sea. Or uh, we took a trip one time to Minnesota, and we went to the on the way to Minnesota, we stopped by the way of the Great Lakes uh, over there in Illinois, uh, right there. And uh, you know what? When we stopped at the Great Lakes, that thing looked like an ocean. It didn't look like a lake. It looked like the ocean. So I can imagine what the Red Sea looked like. And you can imagine what the Red Sea looked like when, wherever you may live. If you, have a, if you live near the coast, you can go to the beach and you can look out. And you can see the Pacific Sea, or you can see the Mediterranean Sea, whatever sea it is that you can see. Uh, you are looking at the sea. That's a big thing. But the Bible says that God used Moses to part the Red Sea and to deliver the children, God's people, from the hands of the Egyptians. So God is able to deliver his people according to his will at his chosen time. So I pray today that you keep your faith and your trust in Jesus and let him deliver you from all the afflictions, from all the pain, from all the sorrow. Put your trust in him. I know there are some of you that have never heard or read or thought about reading or indulging in the things of God, in the biblical nature of God. But that's okay, because this word is for you anyway. God is always has his hand stretched out, reaching out, trying to talk to those and deliver those who are in chains and who don't know which way to go, who feel like there is no way out. Hallelujah. So, with that being said, please open your Bibles. And if you don't have one, uh, you can use the online Bible dictionary or the Bible online, Bible.com or however you find the Bible online. And you can follow along there or you can go back later on to some of the scriptures that I will be referencing. And you can use the Bible online there 
uh, so that you can find them. Be sure, be certain to share stay.intohisword.com with your friends, relatives, and neighbors. Listen frequently, just like anything else. When you keep listening, you keep learning, you keep doing, you get better at it. Just like when you started your job, just like as a baby, you started to walk (coughs) and now you're running. And before you walked, you had to crawl. And before you crawled, you thought about doing it because you saw other people, maybe your sibling, maybe your parents doing it. So anyway, keep at it, keep listening and it gets better. It'll soak in. And remember to listen, learn, and apply. <clears throat> My throat is kind of scratchy. Uh, maybe I need some water or something. Don't know. But let's go to Acts chapter 16. Acts chapter 16. We're going to be reading just a few scriptures. Chapter 16, <clears throat> verse 22. And here we go. And the multitude rose up together against them and the magistrates rent off their clothes and commanded to beat them. (coughs) And when they had laid many stripes upon them, they cast them into prison, charging the jailer to keep them safely. Who, having received such a charge, thrust them into the inner prison? and made their feet fast in stocks. And at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang songs unto God, and the prisoners heard them. And suddenly there was a great earthquake, so that the foundations of the prison were shaken, and immediately all the doors opened, and everyone's bands were loosed. Lord, in the name of Jesus, I ask you to open our hearts and our minds to receive your word. Lord, use me as this vessel of honor unto you as an oracle of God, as a mouthpiece, God. Hallelujah. Uh, Let the anointing fall on me. Open my heart, open my mind so I can be receptive to share the word with people that are listening, the diligent, the faithful listeners from all across the world. I'm so thankful For those that are in other countries and those that are local listening, continue to listen, continue to be encouraged in the Lord, continue to learn, listen and apply and do it all at intohisword.com and follow the links at the bottom of the page and for all your listening devices, uh, programs or whatever you call it, listening uh, ways. In the name of Jesus, I pray, Lord, for our world, our society to come together in unity for our leaders, Lord, that that they will provide a good way for us to go, a right way for us to go and give them wisdom and knowledge to handle everything that's happening in this world today. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. So after reading uh, Acts chapter 16, we come to find out that Paul was cast into prison. 
And when he was cast into prison, is this wasn't a simple throw you in jail. Uh, as we can see, the Bible says that they were they laid many stripes. In other words, they were beat. They were beat down and cast into prison. How many times have you been beat down in your mind, beat down psychologically uh, uh, through the ways of the world? You know, how can I overcome this? Uh, how can I do better at that? Uh, oh, you're not this. Oh, you're not that. I think many of you can relate to what I'm saying. And that this opportunity, this, this is a great opportunity for us to become overcomers. The Bible says we're made overcomers by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. And we do have a testimony. Our testimony as God's people is that God brought me through. No, the testimony is not that I did it on my own. The testimony is not that I did it. No, the testimony is that God brought me through and that I had my faith in God and God brought me through it. Hallelujah. That is the true testimony of God's people. So as they were cast into prison after being beaten and not slightly beaten, I may say, I believe that these jailers were professionals at what they did. It was probably like going into a ring uh, with these, uh, what do you call those guys? Those uh, MMF, uh, those guys that go into the rings and they, and they box and they fight and this beach try to beat you to a, a pulp. Well, it, it's pretty much like that. Uh, they were beaten. And so the jailer had thrust them. The Bible tells us he threw them after beating them. The jailer has his orders to beat them. How many times and to throw them into jail? How many times has the adversary, the accuser of the brethren, brethren, the one that's adverse to your spiritual belief in Jesus Christ come against you in your mind? Hallelujah. The Bible says that they were thrust into the inner prison. Now that's deep because the inner prison is deep down than the outer prison or than the prison. They were cast very far into prison is the point that there was being made here. Uh, if it would, there was probably in my mind, I can see different uh, security levels. If it would, if I could say it like that. And I know about that because administering out here at the prison in the area, uh, as I went out there as a religious volunteers, they had the prison and each these, this prison here. And I'm, I'm imagining all prisons are, are pretty much like that. They have the high security levels. They have the minimum yard. Uh, they have the low security levels. So you have the different levels of security at the prison. So physically, Paul and his accomplice Silas was cast into the inner prison. So they were held at a high security level, if it would, because uh, you can understand that they had followers and, and, and they were causing an uproar because of their belief system and their strong belief and their strong willingness to share their belief with others. So at this point, they tried to silence Paul and Silas and put them away deep into the inner prison. They didn't want them to be affecting other prisoners in the minimum or the low security places of the prison and they put them deep into the prison 
But hallelujah, when the adversary comes against us today, those that are walking around free in the world, he gets into the inner prisons of your mind. And he gets there in such a way that he will keep you from living for God while he's deep into the inner prison, the inner thoughts of your mind. And he'll keep you from wanting to live for God by using others to keep you from going to church, from going to Bible study, from keeping others, uh, or even maybe in your mind, keeping you from listening and adhering and keep you from from uh, stay.intohisword.com. The adversary will come against you like that and in your mind, in the inner parts of your mind and have you imprisoned in your mind. And while you're imprisoned in your mind and when you want to step forward you're not able to step forward because your mind is is a as the, that commercial used to say uh your mind is a terrible thing to waste um, when i used to watch television there was a commercial line it says your mind is a terrible thing to waste and by them saying that uh, your mind uh, you're imprisoned and you're frozen because the adversary has told you so many contrary so many conflicting things in life uh, you don't know which way to go and what to believe but i'm here to tell you right now that jesus christ said i am the way and i am the truth and i am the life hallelujah he also goes to say he that believeth in me out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water so you have to believe and you have to follow because he's the way Hallelujah. But to follow, you may have to take steps. But since the adversary, you have somehow allowed the adversary to get into your mind and distract you and keep you from living for God or even inquiring about God. Hallelujah. And since you're not inquiring about God, you're not living for God. You're not thinking about God. Hallelujah. The adversaries in your head causing confusion while you even laying in your bed. Hallelujah. At night trying to go to sleep, having uh hallelujah, uh, what you call it, nightmares in your dreams. Nightmares during the daytime. We can call them daymares if you want to, but you're thinking you're confused. The Bible says that God is not the author of confusion, that God is the one that'll lead us and guide us in all truth. Hallelujah. And he said he locked up their feet. Hallelujah. They couldn't move. They couldn't go anywhere. And that's how the adversary is. He gets you so confused. You don't want to go closer to God. You don't want to take that step to the altar. Hallelujah. You go to church first, second, or third time and the devil's in your mind saying, don't go to the altar. He may even tell you, don't go to church. Hallelujah. For whatever reasons, whatever conflict the the struggle is real they say hallelujah and the struggle is real in your mind but i'm here to tell you that if your mind is renewed the bible says let your mind be renewed hallelujah let your spirit be renewed hallelujah be transformed by the renewing of your mind hallelujah but hope will come to you when you take that step hope and deliverance will come to you when you go just a little bit further hope will come because you got to get out of that situation because i know it's god's people you're believing in god you know god has set you free 
You know, God will make a way when there didn't seem to be a way. And Paul and Silas being followers of Jesus, follower of God, knowing what God can do and what God had done. After all, Paul, whose name was Saul, had been converted on his road to Damascus. He had an experience with God and his experience that he had was real and nobody can tell him any different. And there's thousands among thousands among millions of people in the world today that's had experiences with God. They spoke in tongues as the Spirit of God gave utterance. They've been baptized in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ for the remission of their sins, for the forgiveness of their sins. Jesus, but by the name, hallelujah, had bought back the, uh, the, um, had bought back the, um, the sins of humanity, had bought them back from them, hallelujah, and cast them as far as the east is, from the West. I'll tell you, we serve a mighty God who's able to deliver you and hallelujah. So Paul and Silas, although they were the adversary had gotten them and placed them in the place where they couldn't move and where their mind hallelujah said that they were trapped. They had to dig a little deeper themselves and go back and go into the memory recall, if you would, of their minds. And they had to pull out to, hallelujah, uh, wait a minute, remember when we used to pray, hallelujah, remember when we sang songs, the experiences, how we felt, how we saw deliverance, how the songs made, our, made us happy, hallelujah. So the Bible says in verse 25 that uh, at midnight, hallelujah, at the midnight hour that Paul and Silas prayed, it was the first step. They prayed, oh God, get us out of here. Whatever their prayer was. Their second step was uh, they sang praises unto God. Now, when you sing in a praise unto God, you're letting God know how, what a wonderful God he is, what a mighty God he is. And something starts to happen in your heart. Something starts to move in your spirit. Your faith gets increased. Hallelujah. And the others start to hear and catch on to what you're saying and what you're feeling because the spirit is moving. And all this equals results. Uh, the results was that others heard. The results were a great earthquake came and foundations of the prisons were shaken. Hallelujah. I'm telling you that the foundations of your mind will be shaken when you start living for God, when you start praying for God, to God for your deliverance, for renewing of your mind, for faith and hope and trust in him. All these things can happen. And God, the Bible says in verse 26, everyone's bands was loosed. Hallelujah. Everything that held these people up was loosed. Everything that kept them from praising and worshiping God was loosed. Hallelujah. John 8 and 32 says, and the truth shall make you free. God is all about you knowing the truth. Because once you know the truth, the truth will make you free. See, it'll take your mind from one place, uh, hallelujah, and, and convert you and change you and make you free. It'll make you a different person. It'll make you a new person. The Bible says, if any man be in Christ Jesus, uh, hallelujah, he's a new creature. All things are passed away and behold, all things have become new. 
John 8 and 36 says, If the Son make you free, then you are free. Hallelujah. If the Son make you free. And that's what the Son is all about. So that's why Paul and Silas, they prayed to the Son. They said, oh God, get us out of this situation. Oh God, renew my mind. Oh God, help me through. Hallelujah. Let us sing songs. Thank God I am free, free, free from this world of sin. I've been washed in the blood of Jesus. I've been born again. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm saved, saved, saved by his marvelous grace. You see, they sung songs. Thank God I'm free. The prison was shaken. Your mind can be shaken. Your body will be shaken. You can be renewed and restored to a whole different person. That's God's will for your life today, my friends, is to take you from one place, from a lower way of living and take you to a higher place, move you up to a higher ground. Hallelujah. Move you to a place to where you can live for him and have your faith and trust in him. Because when you trust in yourself and when you trust in mankind's ways, it all fails. It all comes to naught. Hallelujah. Solomon said it was all, uh, uh, not, uh, 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 not Solomon. Uh, who was that? Uh, vanity, vanity is all vanity and vexation of the soul. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. So I pray today that you find a place to pray. Share this word with somebody. Pray to God. Ask God to deliver you. Ask God to help you because he is that kind of God. Ask God to free the shackles off of your feet that keep you from moving forward for him and he'll do it. But you got to have the willpower. You got to have the desire. Just like you had the desire to to. Uh, to get a job, just like you had the desire to buy a car, just like you have the desire to get a job, just like you have the desire to eat, just like you have a desire within your soul to do better than what you're doing now, only you're trying to do it better in a worldly, carn carnal sense, which means worldly, in, in a worldly, uh, fleshly sense. Uh, hallelujah. We just got to move forward in the spiritual realm because the Bible tells us that uh, the uh, the spiritual man uh, cannot understand uh, the, the carnal minded man is at enmity with God. It's an enemy. They're fighting. They can't understand one another. But once you take on the spiritualness of God, once you dive into it, dig into it, uh, search the scriptures and see if these things are, are true or not, then God will bless you and he'll open up the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing upon you that you cannot contain. That's the word of God. That's the kind of God we serve. That's the kind of God that God's people love and worship. And that's why so many people have this. Uh, you've seen the scripture before John 3, 16. Hallelujah. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whoever should believe on him, on his only begotten son. His only begotten son's name is what? That's right, it's Jesus. His only begotten son's name is what? That's right, it's Jesus. And whosoever believeth on him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Real quick, before I, before I do an exodus here, I have to conclude by saying, when you believe in something, when you believe in your boss's instructions, 
When you believe that you have a job and you believe you'll get paid if you do what they tell you because you believe in them, then why won't we believe and do what the Bible says for those of you first time listeners or even for some of you that are always listening, but we're all God's people. God's people, I implore you today, I admonish you today to listen and do what God's word says because we believe in him in the name of Jesus. As you make your way to a place of prayer, join me together right now. Lord, in the name of Jesus, I pray, God, that you touch the souls that heard the word. Touch our lives, God. Lead us and guide us into all truth. Help us, Lord, to be free to pray, to sing songs, songs of liberty to you, God, so our minds can be free to worship us, our inner thoughts, God. Hallelujah. Take us outside of the inner place, Lord, and bring us to a place of solitude with you and set us free, as we read in John chapter 8. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Now you can continue to pray on your own. Continue to pray frequently. And let God lead and guide you into all truth. God bless you and thank you for listening. Amen.